you for joining the Adult Study Guide podcast. This quarter, we are studying the first 14 chapters of the book of Acts in a study entitled The Power of the Holy Spirit Through the Churches. During this study, we will observe how the Holy Spirit worked through the churches in Jerusalem to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ to the world. So, grab your copy of the Winter 2022-23 through 23 Adult Study Guide and your Bible and follow along. Today's lesson for February the 5th, 2023, is entitled, Gentiles Receive the Gospel. It comes from Acts chapter 10, verses 34 through 48. The key verse, When they heard these things, they held their peace and glorified God, saying, Then hath God also to the Gentiles granted repentance unto life. Acts chapter 11 and verse 18. The application The student will observe that the gospel is not restricted by race, language, or nationality, but is for every person who will believe in Jesus for salvation. Seeking the context, there is only one race, the human race. Every human being is a product of God's creation, created in the image of God. The Apostle Paul said it clearly, while preaching to the Athenians on Mars Hill that God hath made of one blood all nations of men for to dwell on all the face of the earth. Acts chapter 17 verse 26. Paul also said that God had created and arranged the entire human race on the earth that they should seek the Lord if haply they might feel after him and find him though he is not far from Every one of us. Acts chapter 17 verse 27. Yes, the Lord wants every human being to find him and be saved. Calling it what it is, racism is a sin. Prejudice of any type is sin. James wrote, But if ye have respect to persons, you commit sin, and are convinced of the law as transgressors. James chapter 2 verse 9. James was writing about the rich being favored over the poor in church gatherings and called it sin. Paul wrote, For there is no respect of persons with God. Romans chapter 2.11 Paul was writing to Jews who thought that God favored them over the Gentiles simply because they were Jews. These Jews thought the Gentiles were unworthy of God and the gospel as if they were worthy. This kind of thinking, Paul said, was not of God. After Paul's conversion and his return to Tarsus, Acts continues with the ministry of Peter. Peter had a prolific ministry in the Judean area, and Acts notes his ministry in the cities of Lydda and Joppa. Acts chapter 9, verses 32 through 43. We rightly think of the Apostle Paul as the great missionary, But let us not forget that the Apostle Peter also conducted missionary journeys in which people were saved and churches established. Acts 10 records Peter's best-known ministry at the house of Cornelius and one that taught Peter that God is no respecter of persons. Acts chapter 10 verse 34, 1 Peter chapter 1 verse 17. Like most Jews, Peter was a bit hesitant to think that the gospel was as much for Gentiles as it was for Jews. The Lord taught Peter in a most dramatic way 
that God is no respecter of persons and will have all men to be saved and to come unto the knowledge of the truth. 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 4. Yes, the gospel is for everyone. How would you define racism? Searching the text. Number one, God is no respecter of persons. Acts chapter 10, verses 34 through 36. Then Peter opened his mouth and said, Of a truth I perceive that God is no respecter of persons, but in every nation he that feareth him and worketh righteousness is accepted with him. The word which God sent unto the children of Israel, preaching peace by Jesus Christ, he is Lord of all. Beginning Acts 10, we meet Cornelius, who was a centurion, and a devout and God-fearing Gentile of Caesarea. An angel of God appeared to him and commanded him to send for Peter at Joppa. As Cornelius' men were traveling to Peter, Peter also received a vision from the Lord. The Lord showed Peter all manner of animals and commanded him to kill and eat. Peter initially refused because this was unclean food according to Jewish dietary laws. But the voice of the Lord said, What God hath cleansed, that called thou not common. Acts chapter 10 verse 15. Although the message of this vision was not immediately clear to Peter, what he would eventually understand is that God was about to send him to the Gentiles with the gospel. Peter was summoned to the house of Cornelius to preach the gospel. On the way to Cornelius' house, things seemed to come together for him. Because when he arrived there, Peter said that God had showed him that he should not call any person common or unclean. Acts chapter 10 verse 28. When Peter said that God is no respecter of persons, verse 34, he used a word that literally means to receive a face or to prefer the outward appearance of a person. This clearly indicates racism, favoring people based on their skin color, nationality, culture, language, gender, economic status, or other reasons based on appearance. God does not do this, and neither should we. Let us be more like God who does not look on the outward appearance of a person, but on the heart. 1 Samuel chapter 16 and verse 7. The subject of racism has become quite murky in recent years. Something that is truly racist is encouraged while something that is not racist is emphasized. For example, calling homosexuality a sin is not racist. It is saying what the Bible says, 1 Corinthians 6, 9. Sharing the gospel with only people that look like us or not allowing certain Christians to join a particular church because of their skin color is racist. We live in a world that calls evil good and good evil, Isaiah 5.20. And the only solution for racism is the plain application of the Bible. God is not a respecter of persons. He does not show favoritism to people based on appearance. God sees people as either saved or lost, and that's it. This is the only distinction God makes between people, and the only one we should make. He desires the lost to be saved and the saved to live holy lives. When anyone accepts Jesus Christ as Savior, 
that person becomes a child of God and one of God's people. That saved person qualifies to be baptized and to become a church member regardless of outward appearance. Do you know of a church that would not allow a person to join based only on that person's outward appearance? Number two, the gospel is for everyone. Acts chapter 10 verses 37 through 42. That word, I say you know, which was published throughout all Judea and began from Galilee after the baptism which John preached, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing that were oppressed with the devil, for God was with them. And we are witnesses of all things which he did both in the land of the Jews and in Jerusalem, whom they slew and hanged on a tree. Him God raised up the third day and showed him openly, not to all the people, but unto witnesses chosen before of God, even to us, who did eat and drink with him after he rose from the dead. And he commanded us to preach unto the people and to testify that it is he which was ordained of God to be the judge of the quick and the dead. When Peter entered Cornelius' house, two worlds collided. Peter and his Jewish companions met Cornelius and his Gentile family and friends. Although there were many things different between the two groups, and the two often despised one another, the gospel had brought them together. God had prepared Cornelius' heart for the gospel, and he invited friends and family. Acts chapter 10 verse 24. God had prepared Peter's heart to preach the gospel to a people that he might have once called unclean. What a remarkable moment in church history. When we get serious about obeying God and taking the gospel into all the world, we will be led to uncomfortable places among people very different from us. But when some of those people accept Christ as Savior, the differences between us disappear. It is our relationship with God that overcomes all prejudice and unites us. Peter preached a straightforward sermon on the gospel, the life, death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. He told them that Jesus was the anointed one, a form of the word for Christ or Messiah. He told how Jesus' healing ministry pointed him out as the Christ. Peter told them how he witnessed the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, and that God had sent him to tell others about Jesus. He told them that Jesus would judge the living and the dead based on this message. No matter who someone is or what that person looks like, the gospel is for them. I would think that most of you believe this statement in theory, but do we believe it in action? Are we willing to witness to the homeless as quickly as we are the homeowners in a nice neighborhood? Are we willing to invite to church the man with tattoos and earrings riding a Harley as we are a man in a sharp suit and immaculate hair in an SUV? You get the point. The gospel is for everyone. 
And we are commanded to take the gospel to everyone. Can you describe a time when you shared the gospel with someone who was very different from you? Number three, whosoever believeth. Acts chapter 10, verses 43 through 48. To him give all the prophets witness that through his name, whosoever believeth in him shall receive remission of sins. While Peter yet spake these words, the Holy Ghost fell on all them which heard the word. And they of the circumcision which believed were astonished, as many as came with Peter, because that on the Gentiles also was poured out the gifts of the Holy Spirit. For they heard them speak with tongues and magnify God. Then answered Peter, Can any man forbid water? that these should not be baptized, which have received the Holy Ghost as well as we. And he commanded them to be baptized in the name of the Lord. Then prayed they him to tarry certain days. I am thankful for the Bible word, whosoever, that through his name, whosoever believeth in him shall receive remission of sins. Verse 43. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. John 3.16 For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Romans 10.13 And whosoever will, let him take the water of life freely. Revelation 22.17 Whosoever declares that salvation is available to all who believe. The gospel is not restricted to a certain few, but the gospel is available to whosoever. The gospel also requires a decision. No one can stand in between belief and unbelief. Cornelius and those of his house were called to a decision while Peter was preaching. It seems to me that everyone in Cornelius' house was saved that day because the Holy Spirit fell on all of them. Verse 44. What occurred next was like what happened to the Jerusalem church on the day of Pentecost in Acts 2 and with the Samaritans when Philip preached to them in Acts 8. As with these two occurrences, God gave visible evidence of the Holy Spirit's coming upon them with speaking in tongues. God was showing that the Holy Spirit was in these Gentile believers just as much as he was in the Jews and Samaritan believers. After these believers were baptized, they became the first Gentile church and were just as much of a church as the Jerusalem church. When Peter was called into question for his ministry among the Gentiles in Acts 11, he rehearsed the events of Cornelius' house from beginning to end. His conclusion was, For as much then as God gave them the light gifts as he did unto us who believed on the Lord Jesus Christ, what was I that I could withstand God? Acts chapter 11 verse 17. Later at the Jerusalem council in Acts 15, Peter stood and again spoke of his experience in Cornelius' house. He said, And God which knoweth the hearts bear them witness, giving them the Holy Spirit, even as he did unto us, 
and put no difference between us and them, purifying their hearts by faith. Acts chapter 15 verses 8 and 9. This was proof that the Gentiles were to be included in salvation and in the work of the Lord through his churches just as much as the Jews. Can you find another Bible verse in which whosoever is used to show that the gospel is available to all? Setting the application. I am very thankful that God sent Peter to the Gentiles to share the gospel. I am thankful that God is not just the God of the Jews, but also of the Gentiles, and did not limit the gospel to the Jews only. Romans chapter 3 verses 28 through 30. I am thankful that God always had his plan of salvation to save both Jews and Gentiles, because I am a Gentile. The Jews were prejudiced against the Gentiles then, and God said it was wrong. So we Gentiles cannot be prejudiced against the Jews or any other group of people and think God condones our prejudice. God is no respecter of persons, and we are not to be either. Do we limit church membership to only those who look like us or live in the nicer neighborhoods? Are we obedient to the Lord's command when he told us to go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature? Mark chapter 16 and verse 15. Are we obedient to the Lord when he said, Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost? Matthew chapter 28 verse 19. We cannot be racist or prejudiced and obey the Lord's commands. Are you prejudiced when it comes to sharing the gospel? Or do you share the gospel with everyone, no matter what they look like? Thank you for joining us in another lesson in the Adult Study Guide podcast. We look forward to studying with you again next week as we continue going through Acts 1-14, through observing the power of the Holy Spirit through the churches. Until then, join us daily for our daily devotionals at www.bogardpress.org.